This is the Ice Blue Money Podcast with Greg Carter and Danny Bullock. Achieving your dream retirement is a lot like making the big leagues. To achieve your dreams, you need great coaches. Each week, Greg and Danny share insights to help you reach your financial goals and achieve your retirement dreams. Now, the Ice Blue Money Podcast with Greg Carter and Danny Bullock. And we are back, everybody. Good to have you here with us. I am Bill Seller, along with Greg Carter and Danny Bullock. Guys, how are you? Outstanding. I'm good. Thanks. You know what? You've never asked that before. Thank you very much. That's a, <laughs> it's a new year. Maybe we've <laughs> never really cared. I don't know. Well, that's pretty much what I thought. But uh. Yeah, it's all right. No, we do. We do. <laughs> Doing fantastic and glad you are too, Bill. Oh, man. We're still pretty much in the, the beginning of the year. And, and, and if you've just found us for the first time, first of all, thank you for listening. Go ahead and hit that subscribe or like or follow button, whatever you have, so you don't miss an episode when the, when the next one comes out. We do drop these every week for you. And what we do is we get together and we talk about your finances, right? What it takes to achieve your financial goals, not just while you're working, but especially after you're working. Because, man, once once you shut the door on that office for the last time and you walk into Mm. retirement, it can be a little scary. But if you haven't planned properly, it can be really scary. But Greg and Danny are here to to talk about different things that, you know, they do that can help you, uh, what successful people have done in the past. But just ways to help you get to and through retirement. So we'll talk about that here in a little bit. But guys, and, and if you're new to the podcast, you'll you'll find this to be a very common theme. I found an article that I knew was right up your alley, and I wanted to bring it up because it's it's about food. My love language. The new trends in eating this year will be combinations of foods that we love. Mm. For instance, okay, okay, burger quesadillas. I can mm. see that, I, which I, sounds I to me that. a little bit like nachos just folded up into a tortilla but yeah, it sounds like yeah. a, um i think burger quesadillas could be very tasty what do you think about that guys yeah, I, yeah. I, I like it i like it you don't really have the thickness of the bun so you can get a bigger piece of meat throw some bacon in there yeah i'm all in on that i'm, I'm all in <laughs> on that i'd have to do the non-meat uh option the beyond and also if you're new yeah, to just, the podcast this is pretty much a talk between me and danny yeah just talk um, to me don't be worried uh, let's see. Here's another one on the list. And I thought this was interesting. Pizza pot pies. Hmm. Is that like a Detroit deep dish? Well, I'm, I'm, I'm just thinking about what a pot pie is. Normally it's mm-hmm. like chicken and veggies and in a pie crust, right? If it's a pizza pot pie, and I, I, there's no follow-up on these. These are just names of foods that they mentioned in the article. Isn't that kind of like a calzone, mm-hmm. right? Where it's all just folded over in calzone. the crust. So maybe yeah, I haven't it? stumbled onto anything at all here. Maybe this is just. <laughs> What's old eating. is new again, Bill. <laughs> I would still like to see a pizza pot pie. I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm in on that as well. I yeah, just... but, but if it's the pizza with all the veggies, see that because the kind of veggies in a pot pie are not the veggies I'm putting on my pizza. You know, peas and carrots uh, and, I, I, and I, I all that stuff. Who puts mm, no. veggies on their pizza. That's... You got to put veggies yeah. on your pizza, man. Come on. Banana peppers, mushrooms—that's good stuff on your pizza. Yeah, I mean, if you can. As long get on as there's no the pineapple, meat. I'm a ha- look. As long as you don't bring me pineapple on my pizza, yeah, I don't do that. We can stay. If friends. you can put it on top of all the meat, and there's some room somewhere, I'm I'm, I'm with it. So, what is your pizza, Danny? It's Canadian meat bacon, bacon, uh, meat hamburgers, lovers. <laughs> meat lovers, meat, meat lovers. lovers. There it is. Well, there you go. Oh man. So I know you guys also found a really cool article that has to do with the show and not the silly stuff that I bring to it. Yahoo mm-hmm. Finance has put out a 
an article about how retired millionaires maintain their wealth. And this gets back to what I was just saying at the beginning of the show about what successful people are doing. And one of the key things I've always found in life is if you want to be successful in a certain area, you go find people that are already successful in that area and see what they're doing. Yeah, absolutely. You know, Jim Rohn said success has clues. Mm -hmm. And so you want to be successful or wealthy, then there are clues to what people who are already there are doing or how they got there. And one of the misconceptions, I think, especially when I talk to my young adult children, they're beginning to learn this is the wealthy don't spend exorbitant amounts of money on things. Those of us who aren't (laughs) extremely wealthy that do that to try to show that we're there, but really they don't. And that's what this article kind of breaks down. And And the first point that really stood out to me was that when millionaires retire, they live frugally, meaning they don't, they avoid spending a lot of money or excessive money on items they just simply don't need or luxury items they don't need. And it further says that one of the things they do to stay in that position in retirement is they have a financial plan that's built on controlling the spending and not really indulging. Now, sure, they they see things they want and they will buy them, but they're not going to go to a restaurant and buy the most expensive bottle of wine every time. Mm. Uh, they're not going to buy a brand new car just because it came out if they don't need one. And I think we all can kind of take hints from that. And, and Danny and I, as we work with, with our clients and putting together retirement plans, we try to get real crystal clear on what do you really need in retirement to meet your expenses, to live comfortably, and then to do some things that you want to do, some fun things. But you got to be realistic. And even millionaires who retire are realistic and frugal in retirement. The prime example of that is Warren Buffett, right? Mm-hmm. People, you know, if you've ever seen pictures of Warren Buffett or whatever, you, and you'd see he just hangs out in jeans and a shirt, right? He's not flashy and doesn't spend exorbitantly on himself, but uh, seems to have worked out pretty well for him. Yeah, he drives the same car, I believe. He lives in the same house. Uh, Sam Walton drove a pickup truck, the guy behind Walmart. And I've even got clients, Dan, you probably do too. I got some clients I want to take them to play golf. And yeah. I'm thinking, you know, hey, expensive country club. Some of them say, hey, no, I want to play at the city course on Tuesday because I can get a discount. They can get a senior discount. So yeah. you're right about that, Bill. It, it's it's not necessary to spend all and, that money. You know, frugal isn't the same as cheap either. And I think sometimes when people hear right. frugal, they equate that with being cheap. And it's not. I like to look at it as being money conscious and a little wiser with your spending habits. Another point that they made about retirees in retirement, one of the things that they do a lot better than a lot of us is spending within their means during the wealth accumulation phase. And I think this is something that we can learn and we can take throughout our lives. But when you hear spending within your means, that means no dipping in the savings. One of the things I've noticed with uh, some of my clients is we'll get them on a great track with saving in five, ten, fifteen thousand dollars. And then what we'll start to see over time is they'll start pulling out of that money for just, you know, anything. And we're not talking about emergencies. We're not talking about the truck needing new tires. We're not talking about the refrigerator um, stop working or it's a hole in the roof or anything. Well, I, I saw some shoes and I really liked them. And, and so I thought I'd buy them and I reward myself from all the savings. That's not what the money's for. And, you know, retirees understand that living within your means because you're going to be spending so much more money on certain expenses that are going to go up in retirement 
you're not even thinking about it, you know, while you're working. And so if you don't have structure and discipline to kind of limit yourself with your spending and pulling out of your savings account, you're going to find yourself in trouble. And, And they've learned this more than anybody, because in retirement, you have expenses that you've never even thought of. One of the biggest ones, and me and Greg, we always talk about it, is healthcare. For some mm-hmm. reason, a lot of times people just don't equate healthcare and retirement. And those expenses are going to go up. You may spend more money on travel. Maybe you want to see the grandkids or you just want to do some of these bucket list items, but not having a clear uh, cut structure set up as far as your budget and your spending, and then you know limiting yourself with, you know, not dipping back and forth in your savings will cause havoc when you start to run into these extra expenses as your life starts to progress in your retirement year. So if we can learn anything from them when it comes to just spending within your means, don't dip into your savings. It's there for a reason. And it's not for those new pair of boots. Right. And and I've I've seen this uh, with clients. I've seen it with uh, in my own family. I've done it. You You think that your savings is your uh, slush account, but it really yeah. should be long term. Yeah. And uh, it, 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 you know, goes back to what we talked about in previous episodes, paying yourself first. J- just be honest with yourself about what you have and what you need. And if you want a slush account, we'll set up a slush account. We'll set up, you know, after we've mm-hmm. taken care of the expenses and the emergency fund, you right. want a little extra money on the side, we can start to plan for that too. But your savings is not that bucket. Yeah, I was going to ask that question. Do a lot of people make that mistake of just continually dipping into their savings uh, and, and not realizing that it took a long time to have that money get in there and now you're yeah. not working and it's hard to replace it? Yeah. I mean, we, we have this need to want to reward ourselves sometimes. It's like, oh, I've done so well. I deserve this. I'm like, listen, no, delayed gratification. This bucket is not for that. And so it's a mindset thing. Yeah, It is, and I think they're also um, – there are tools that we can do to help our clients with this. We talked about on a previous episode, uh, a way to bring in more cash into the house. And mm-hmm. that's not starting a side business uh, unless you want to do that. But there are ways you can invest in assets that produce cash flow. And now it's not all on your paycheck or your income. There's something else that we can set up. And in the future, you plant that seed, it starts to grow and produce and spit out, for lack of a better word, some additional cash flow. That's one way to get the things you want without disturbing uh, your savings. And, and I think the other thing on this list is intriguing to me because nobody gets out of ever paying taxes, right? Uh, no. Mm-hmm. Despite, despite what you hear. Uh, people, <laughs> even rich, are paying their taxes. But what is it that millionaires are doing that could be beneficial for people that maybe don't have that much money are they what kind of smart tax decisions and things are they doing that help them get through retirement well they work with tax professionals and financial professionals to help them understand the tax code because it is a complex tax code but if understood and and if if you're working with the right professional uh, you can really have strategies that allow you to thrive in retirement and not be paying more taxes on your retirement money than you need to. And that could be whether it's the type of IRA you have, whether it's um, I always talk about these tax free buckets of tax free money for the future. Did you set those up so that you draw down on those first before you have to draw down on the on the buckets that require you to pay income tax on? 
And so it's those kinds of things, Bill, working with a CPA or a tax attorney in concert with your financial professional kind of as that quarterback. That's what we do for our clients, because you want to do that now before you get into retirement, start to set those blocks up because taxes aren't going to go away. Right. No, they're probably only going to get bigger Yeah, Yeah, or down. They're going to get bigger. So you got to be your plan has to be tax smart, if you will, your retirement plan. And that's what the wealthy do. And that's just it, having a plan, having a plan for your taxes, understanding how your taxes can affect your Social Security and your Medicare. Because if you do make a lot more money in retirement and you're getting Social Security, uh, your Social Security can be taxed, understanding how that affects your retirement and understanding that it also affects your Medicare. And so those are vital points that you would want to have a plan for, because some of those things could crush you. You know, for a year, you know, you're, you're going to be taxed at a certain rate for a year because you've made a certain amount of money. And so it sends you into a higher tax bracket. And for a whole year, you're going to be paying additional money towards Social Security and Medicare. You probably plan to use that money somewhere else. So having a plan for your taxes is always vital. And you can use that while you're in retirement or now. You know, we're going to be hitting the tax season soon in a couple of months. And mm-hmm. Everybody's probably going to be thinking about everything, but having a plan for how you're going to go about paying taxes. The things we're talking about here, by the way, you know, we're, we're not talking about not paying your taxes. We're talking about taking advantage of the rules that are out there, ethically, legally, ways to reduce your taxes. And what always cracks me up too, and this is just, uh, this is just my little observation, but the folks in Washington that always say, oh, they got to, big companies have to pay more money. They got to pay more in taxes. Well, look, all those folks in DC, don't, I don't care what side of the aisle you're on, right? They're all making a boatload of money. Mm-hmm. Don't think they haven't built these in the tax plan. They haven't put these things in there to benefit themselves because they're making a lot more money than you and I. And that's what it's all about. So if the rules are there, why not take advantage of them? Oh, absolutely. And and at the time of this recording, we had the semifinals, I guess, of the uh, NCAA football championship. And one of those coaches, the coach who won, he has a huge yeah. tax advantage benefit in his compensation plan. And, and I'm talking about Jim Harbaugh from University of Michigan, but part of his compensation is a tax-free, it's not really an investment, we can't call it an investment, but it's something that's going to benefit him in 10, 15 years, when you talk about tax strategy. And I don't know if he went in negotiating that or his agent said, hey, we need to ask for this. Or if the university just said, hey, here's a way to kind of keep this guy around. But it's something that the average person can put in place. Business owners can put it in place, non-business owners. But it's going to help Harbaugh. So he has an option in the future when it's time to pull out money, he can start with that bucket of tax-free money first because of that benefit. But see, those are the kind of things that they, that Greg and Danny know about, right? Because honest to goodness, the how seriously, guys, how thick is and how many pages are the revised tax laws every year? Oh I mean, God. it's insane, it's, right? Thousands of pages, isn't yeah. it? I mean, it, yeah. the tax code itself, I mean, is also just. I mean, it's not like a, you can. It's not a bathroom reader, you know. You can't. No, just, no. <laughs> no we so, got like you want to put yourself that, a sleep reader. Absolutely. And we've got software that helps us to kind of cull through that. And then we've got on our team, these tax professionals who make it their life to know the tax code and all the different moves. One group we work with has over 200 tax moves for business owners. Wow. There's no way you and I, as as Joe Public, can keep up with that stuff. So having guys like Greg and Danny and the folks that they have on their team, helping you understand all these things, 
to me, it's just vital. It all gets back to what both you guys talk about all the time is having a plan. And that plan has to include people that know more than I do. Or else I'm, I'm just, you know, what's the point, right? Because it's, it, it's never a bad thing to surround yourself with people that are smarter than you in the areas that they need to be. Yeah. And we don't have to have all the answers. You just need to know where to go to get the answer. So the place you should go is icebluemoney.com. That's the website. That's where you find out more about Greg and Danny. That's where you find out what it is that they can do for you or how they can help you or whatever you need to know. Icebluemoney.com. And uh, with that... Those are how millionaires stay wealthy. You know, and I love the first thing you said, Greg, and this is always true, right? You don't get to be a millionaire by spending all your money. Yeah. <laughs> right. That's right. That list is, Even though get to be some rich people by make it seem it. like that's all millionaires do is spend money. No. Yeah. No, no, yeah. no. No, they, they, they're, they're rich for a reason. It's because they don't give it away. But uh, always a pleasure, guys. I always learn stuff, and and, uh, we hope you enjoyed the podcast as well. Remember, hit that subscribe or like or follow button, whichever one you have, as we get out of here. Until next week, gentlemen, it's been a pleasure. Yes, and remember, the major key to your better future is you. Hey, guys, your life is an occasion. Rise to it. Till next time. You've been listening to Greg Carter and Danny Bullock and the Ice Blue Money Podcast, helping individuals create retirement strategies using a variety of investment and insurance products to custom suit their needs and objectives. Investing involves risk, including the potential loss of principal. No investment strategy can guarantee a profit or protect against loss in periods of declining values. Any comments regarding safety and guaranteed income streams refer only to fixed insurance products. They do not refer in any way to securities or investment advice products. Insurance and annuity product guarantees are subject to the claims paying ability of the issuing company. No legal advice options or recommendations are being made in respect to this proposal. You should consult your tax professional or attorney concerning such advice and opinions.